It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Hello, it is the Go Birds podcast presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app coming to you from our beautiful studio. It's good I mean, to be back home. It's gorgeous. Yeah, here. I really, I mean, there's Go Birds like signs up. We got the helmet. So if you're not watching on YouTube, you're missing out. I mean, yeah. just to put it plainly, there's no other like, go way to, to put it. Go to YouTube.com, find the 94WIP channel, A, subscribe. Yeah. But then find our video. Yep. And, and then it. still download yes. the pod. A lot of requests. Yo, yeah. Auto download. Hey, especially now. All right, we are at the time of the year where people are looking for Eagles pods, yep. where people are like, hey, you know what? Eagles went to the Super Bowl that last year. I'm going to be more invested this year. I want a pod to listen Now's to. Now's the time to promote us. Yes. Auto- yes. Selfish <laughs> We're thing. good at this. I'm, I'm yes. really, I, it's actually like a, a flaw in my career is that I, I hate. Mm. I introspective. I just feel weird about it because I got into this later than others. Like I didn't grow up with social media. Like I feel weird being like, check me out. But like in this case, like I love the pod and I love our community. So like, let's grow the community. Here's the good news. When you're James Seltzer, you don't have to promote yourself. (laughs) You just happen to be everywhere in front of all eyes. Um, Uh, Auto download the pod. It really helps. Uh, uh, Review the pod. That helps people find it. Um, and you know, anything else? Yeah, you know, tell a friend. We always say be a Justin. My buddy Justin, I know, Chicago, I saw the text. Yeah, like sent me a text. He got two more new listeners for yes. Gobert. Shout out to those people in Chicago. He's a Bears fan. He's getting us new listeners. So be a Justin. Help us out. It really would. Well, be the luck. last shameless plug I'll give is come to Dallas with us. Oh, yeah. It's been one of the that's actually the things. one we believe it. Yeah. Like, come hang out with us. Fansofphilly.com has all the details, and like, you'll come hang out with us in Dallas. Yes. I'm super pumped. Very excited. It's gonna it. be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. And we'll, we'll get you more details about the trip. Maybe next week we can get Joe on. We should talk about that. Yes. We'll figure it out. But um, we will get Joe on because uh, I think to explain the trip in detail and stuff. But we promise you, like, no matter what, 
we will be there on the trip with you. You will be we, sick of us by the Like, time. yeah, you'll be like, all right, enough, guys. All right, yeah, I, James, I, I, I think like, you've hugged me enough Yeah, times it's now. like, all right, I'm going to go back to just listening to <laughs> exactly, you. Exactly, yes. You know, then yes. they'll be like, I don't need the YouTube. Yeah. Yes. Uh, all right, let's dive in because uh, uh, we have so much to get to in this pod. Like, obviously, we're wrapping up training camps. We're wrapping up Elliot's. Yeah, and and by the way, go to Elliot's Twitter. Some, Lots some of all the stats Fancy new ways of delivering. It's no good. deal to me. It's really great. Yeah. Like, check it out. And uh, we'll dive in all that. Chris always like, what are you doing in the basement? I'm drawing. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. It's no. I'm working. Exactly. Exactly. I'm working. Yes. Um, Me and Zoe, similar things. We're both training <laughs> Yes, I know. <laughs> Don't worry. I got a Zoe quote at the uh, end of yes. the pod. That's that's great. But um, we'll, we'll get into the training camp stats, the full season wrap up. I'm excited for you getting your hurt stuff. Yeah. But but let's start with the bang that ended training camp. You know, we talked about a little in the morning show together. Elliot was on with us. Check out that pod as well. But but. A fight, like training camp, literally ended with a fight. I mentioned this on the morning show, but I texted Elliot yesterday, and I was like, "So, how wild was the fight?" And he wrote back, "The craziest thing I've seen in ten years of training yeah. camp." The floor is yours. So, I don't want to be a buzzkill about this, but I just don't find the fight at practice appealing. <laughs> I don't think this. You're is not a, a fights guy. Are I'm you? not a fights guy. To number one, yeah. but also just. Okay, so for those that did not hear yet, yeah, what said, happened? Said, yeah. Say what happened, so, and then we'll dive into analysis. Joint of it. training camp practice. The last drill they do is always the most intense. All 180 players, 90 on each roster, are watching one field. 22 starters, or sorry, 11 starters for the Eagles, 11 starters for the Colts, whether it be the Colts, Browns, Dolphins, Jets, whoever. And it's, it's the Colts in this case. It's the Colts in this case. It's the most intense part of the practice and it's frankly where the wins and losses are judged for me like a large part of it and so it's strong. the end of practice yeah well and they won don't it's like worry. the fourth quarter you gotta win in the exactly end. Gotta be out. clutch you know yeah. my big wins guy yeah so it's the last part of practice and at this point it had started to get intense there had already been one pretty big fight with Derek barnett where if this kelsey thing didn't happen i think we're looking at this barnett fight as a big fight but the kelsey thing just blew it out of the water so Hertz throws it to Kenny Gainwell. And at this point, like I said, it was it was simmering. You could feel it. Hertz throws it to Kenny Gainwell, probably like a 15-yard completion. He's running across the middle. The play is kind of ruled dead. And someone from the Colts like runs into Kenny Gainwell. To be completely honest, I didn't really notice the Kenny Gainwell hit. So I didn't think it was that bad, in my opinion. It wasn't like totally. It wasn't like whistle, everyone was like, oh, push the, ground. Like, right, right, right. the big reaction came when Kelsey came out of nowhere and just drilled this Colts player. Self-admitted cheap shot. Self-admitted cheap shot said by he Jason Kelsey. Quote unquote crossed the line. Yes. And as a result, every single player ran out to the middle of the field. <laughs> I'm sure. Like I was surprised I'm they sure. all fit on the field. Coaches were in the middle. And normally, like, scrums take 20 seconds to break up. It was a solid five minutes before they had the situation under well, control. You said, like, basically every... You, the way yeah, you said it was, it was like, like every, all 180 players were, were there. like, involved. Like, They're at least involved. ready to get involved. Yeah, or you know, pulling like, people off exactly, or whatever. Coaches, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. the refs were in there. Yeah. So it was very intense. Um, Sirianni, by the way, in the middle of a brawl, I feel like that's right at home. Yes, I feel like he was, he's just running around, like, let's go. Get well, off, and here's know? the thing. I, to be clear, I'm not blaming Sirianni for this, but he is a bit of like a fun instigator. Like he's <laughs> yeah. on the sideline, like pointing at the Colts, being like, oh, flag on you guys, like touchdown, like da, da, da. Like that's who he is, right? Yeah. And I think that rubs off on the Eagles in a lot of positive ways. Like one thing I've seen at these all these joint practices now with, with uh, Sirianni's team is they bring the energy, mm -hmm. which is why I was surprised the day that the Browns did it on day mm -hmm. one. This practice, they brought the energy. I thought it was a slower practice to begin with, but the energy eventually ended up being, in my opinion, brought by the Eagles, very much by Jason Kelsey. So Kelsey talks afterwards. They have to end practice early. They don't get as many reps in as they thought. Here's my opinion on the fight. 
I just don't think it's a good sign for this team. All year, or I should say all offseason, we've been saying, what's going to stop this team? It's, are they going to be able to emotionally handle being the number one team? Are they going to be able to handle being the hunted? Are they going to be able to handle teams coming in, taking cheap shots at them, trying to get under their skin? Because that's how they're going to lose games. They're not going to lose games because of talent. They are not going to be, there's not a team in the league besides maybe the Chiefs that can line up next to them and say, we have more talent than you. The way they're going to lose is if teams come in and get them to play poorly and get them to create dumb fouls. And of all the people to do it, to have Jason Kelsey do it, I just thought it was a red flag. And I think all camp has been sloppy for this team. I think they're the best team in the NFC. I think there's a good chance they're going to go back to the Super Bowl. But if they don't, it'll be because of what I saw in training camp, which is penalties, dumb personal fouls, pre-snap penalties, substitution errors. Like to me, on some ways, it was the worst way to end camp, but on some ways, it was the most fitting of what I think there were. There was a lot of positives. Jalen, uh, AJ Brown. Um, yeah, we'll get into yeah, all that but, stuff. But, but like the biggest takeaway for me when I think back to this camp outside of Jalen is going to be sloppy, and that's not a good way to enter the season. So I, uh, I'm 100% with you on the sloppiness, the penalties. All that That is a real concern, especially with the new quarters. Now, I've said in the past that you know, I go back to Nick's first season and and what was it through seven games like the yeah, most penalty like setting a record record yeah. and they cleaned it up like not just cleaned up but to the point where they were we were good at it by the end of the season so like I'm gonna give Sirianni some time with new coordinators and and parts mm -hmm. of the new staff and 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 a lot of new pieces on defense especially to figure out. I'm not gonna freak out about that but I, like that is not something I'm gonna just be like not a big deal at all like mm -hmm. the fight when you attach it to that I get it on its own. I don't get too concerned. It's just like, especially when you hear like anyone who played for in the NFL talk, like John Ritchie or Ike, all these guys, like the, you know, they're like, they're good with Jason Kelsey sticking up for a teammate, that it's an OG, that it's like, a, you know, that that's what he's supposed to do, that that is a symbol of the connectivity and the camaraderie and that you even heard with game well, you know, the quotes, he's like, you come to our house, man. We're yeah. Gonna, you know, and I, so I, I get I get where you're coming from, and I think when you attach to the 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 rest of camp as a as a way to lose games, I get it. Mm -hmm. I trust that Jason Kelsey, Jason Kelsey, in a game where it could cost them the game if he did that, is more judicious about how he you know he waits for another opportunity, whatever you know. What I mean, to yeah. where it's not. So I I get it, and I I think the sloppiness. All I don't want to like gloss over I, you know i want them to tighten that crap up and i do trust jalen too which you know we talked about on the radio but like jalen's response to the fight ending practice where yeah, his like, responses are like a mad practice ended i well, wanted more i love to play football i wanted to play more football well and it's also the ultimate rat poison yeah like he talks about rat poison like this is the ultimate type of he's up at the podium what'd you think of the fight don't really want to talk about yeah. it. What Nick say to you? Not going to talk about yeah. it. Like, I respected what Kenny, Kenny Gainwell said, but I think that if I had to guess, PR was probably not like, hey, you should go oh, up there. Of course not. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, course yeah, not. I think yeah. Jalen handled the way you're supposed to, yep. and you should keep that stuff in-house. And I think Gainwell, you know, being the center of it, probably felt like he had to step up for Kelsey because Kelsey stepped up for him yep. publicly. Um, but I do think that when I lean on it, I I think you're – your explanation could prove I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong. Mm -hmm. I lean more towards the that's a group of guys who care about each other, are gonna defend each other, and are gonna use that as something like, all right, we got each other's back, let's roll with it that way because of the leadership with this team. Well, I think when with the fact that it's Kelsey is so interesting to me. Because on one hand, you look at it and go, 
It's the worst possible player it could be. Captain, always cool-headed, the player you least expect. Tra you, you want to set an example, Exactly. Right? That, yeah, makes, yeah. that makes it the least player you'd want to see. On the other hand, if any player deserves a benefit of the doubt, it's Kelsey. Well, it's like the Jason Peters thing, right? Yeah. It's like someone mentioned this on the air today. Like, he's no longer the bodyguard. It's Kelsey. And like, ha, 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 whatever. Right. But it is that type of thing where it's like the veteran leader has to have his teammates backs in situations like that. Mm -hmm. And he and Kelsey felt like that was... We know Jason Kelsey. Like... And and I'll say it now. I was actually going to do it as a final thought, but since we're there, like, my bad. I'm the one who did the final thought of seeing the Travis Kelsey headline about being a- Oh, wow. I forgot remember, about that. So the headline, yeah, right. I, I do my final thought a while back during- You've never seen earlier, about Kelsey. Yes. Yeah. It's like Kelsey brother- Maybe Kelsey Kelsey apologizes for fight or for practice fight, whatever, tries to be better. I'm like, the great that this headline made me happy because I didn't even have to click in to know that it wasn't Jason. Yeah. And it's like, boom. Like, and then I literally, I took the headline. It's like, Kelsey apologizes for cheap shot. And I'm like, that's our Kelsey. And it's yeah. like the same spot, the same well, headline. So like, you know, but I will give Jason the, the benefit of the doubt from the reason I made the statement in the first place that like, I trust him to, to not do things that... I think he's intentional, like Jalen. Well, it makes you wonder how he emotionally is rebounding from competing in you in a Yeah, well, he was maybe now, riding won, a little too won, high. But riding like, a little too high, a little big on his it, bridges. Well, like, also, hey. He was obviously very nervous about it. <laughs> yes. So you wonder the emotional tension he had built up. <laughs> Honestly, that he, had it's to, probably the... he had to take out. But no, I mean, I, I just... When I watched it, I think what what struck me was it is so not the Eagles. Yeah, it's just not. I them. got it. Like if someone came and well, literally I, drilled someone the way Kelsey did on the Eagles, then I'm like, okay, you got to well, do what you got to do. But this is what teams are gonna be doing all year to them. I literally there were a bunch of fights recently in training camps and in mm -hmm. practices, and I read about them, and I literally had the thought it was like a few days ago in my head. I'm just like. I feel like the Eagles never get in a fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I literally had that thought. Well, like, I couldn't be on a more of a roll with jinxing this. So there, right yeah, yeah, I didn't say that you, one you out loud. It was just a thought. Yeah, uh, I, I can't think things anymore. Um, but there was another fight, which I think helped lead to it, mm -hmm. the Derek Barnett fight. So earlier on uh, in practice, probably about 20 minutes before that, they're doing 11 on 11 on a separate field, Eagles starters on defense versus Colt starters on offense. And... In training camp, there's always like the play ends, but there's probably 20 seconds where it's like, is the play over? Are people still going? And it was in that period. Anthony Richardson is stepping up. I, in my opinion, in the opinion of many on the field, it seemed he had been sacked. Like the play was dead. And Derek Barnett goes up to him, smacks the ball out of his hand and runs like runs it in for a touchdown, basically. Colts players didn't like that. And if you remember against the Browns, Barnett got into it with a few players. And also there were Browns players saying they felt the Eagles were taking cheap shots at their quarterback. My concern now, practice is over, so there's no more joint practices. Like, Barnett's going to get somebody on the Eagles hurt. Where, where if he keeps doing these things, where other teams feel they're taking cheap shots at the quarterback, I mean, it's like in baseball, right? Like, you know, yeah. they don't do no, it as no, much. Retaliation. Like, retaliation. Sure. Like, somebody, is, somebody is, is going to... Jalen is exposed right, a lot. Someone is going to take a cheap shot at Jalen. So the other part of this that I think is interesting is if Barnett had been the person that ended practice, would I think Jason have done it? Well, no, I think people would be asking, like would be calling for him to be released. Uh, it's a really interesting, you know, point. and yeah. like, like reputation matters. There's a reason certain, it's players, always him, right? Well, it's you always know? him. And like Jalen Kelsey, like if Malcolm was still here, like those players have earned the right to make mistakes where you go, that is out of character. Barnett has not. So I just, the fight from him was also concerning. And just, I wonder what they're going to do with him because I mean, so he does, he does the thing. He knocks a ball out, starts to get kind of like tussly and he like puts his hands up like he's in a boxing match. And you know, 
look, there could probably not be two people on a pod that are less violent than me and you. So like, I am not a fighter, but you do have to wonder when you've been told repeatedly, you're making penalties after the plays. This is a teaching point. You can't do it. And you put your hands up like it's dumb. The message is it's not like you're, getting you're through being to dumb. Him. You're being dumb. I'm and not I, saying Derek Barnett is dumb. It I'm is saying a dumb action. He is being dumb. Right. It's a dumb penalty way. for his career. Like this is to your point. Like reputation matters. He's giving himself this reputation as someone who can't be trusted to right. control his emotions. Well, earlier, the first day of practice, Sirianni said it was a pre-snap penalty, I believe, or it was something. And he goes, "This is how we're going to lose to bad teams. Dumb penalties like this." Barnett is Mr. Dumb Penalty. He does it all the time. So Sirianni said he's going to use it as a coaching point. This was from a fight earlier against Barnett's own teammate, Landon Dickerson. So like it wasn't even a joint practice. Awesome. But I just wonder, because I think Barnett's going to be on the roster probably, but I, I do think there might be a benefit of just moving on from well, him. Yeah, from like and maybe a, this gets sending him, a message perspective. Maybe this gets him cut. The one thing I will say, and, and we'll move on in a sec, uh, but... The one thing I will say, and I, I agree with you on the Barnett thing. I think he could could be more of a liability than he's right. worth, you know? And dumb penalties can cost this team. But, but especially to your point with them having a, a, a bullseye on them this year, you know, a lot of teams want to come in and beat the Eagles. And, yeah. you know, they're, they were 14 and three, lad, the whole thing. Like, I don't hate them playing with an edge. You have to be able to control that edge and you have to, but if teams are coming at you, you have to be able to bite back. Like you have to be able to, to defend yourselves and to come with that same aggression. It's a sport of aggression still. And you have to be able to, to fight, you know, like, so not fit, not literally fight, right. but you know what I mean? I agree. You like, you have to be ready. But what I would also say, and this is maybe a larger scale point, but like, it just never is worth it to punch down, in my opinion. Oh, I agree with that. So, like, if you're the no, Eagle, I totally. You're if, you're always you're yeah. the one who's. But again, I think you also have to defend yourself. The point is, if, yeah. Like, if teams are coming at Jalen in a game without you doing anything else, and they're like coming at Jalen, like you have to let them know that's not okay. Like that is still part of the sport. But the you know? Eagles, the Eagles have more to lose. I get it. No, I, we're agreeing. Yeah. But I just mean like yes, one thing the, they have to consider yes. is it's like at the end of remember the Niners it, game where the game was over and the Niners were pushing yeah. them, and it's like whoa, whoa, whoa like. You could get suspended for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like the Niners season is over. I get the it. Colts at this point in their stage have nothing to lose. They're not going to make I the get playoffs. It. They I are get your a bad point. Team. And and in ninety nine or ninety eight percent of situations, the the dumb penalty, any Will sort of any sort of change from a straight football game exactly. where it's based on talent and ability and scheme and everything, it's going to benefit the Eagles to not have that seven yes. ball. I get it. I totally and, get and it. And yesterday, now we can get into the actual practice. Like yesterday was a good example. The Eagles smoked the Colts. Mm -hmm. Like the Colts. I'm intrigued by Anthony Richardson. They're in their first year. They are probably the worst team the Eagles have practiced against in terms of just talent. all the years. Yeah, over. Yeah, over I mean, the yeah. They, I mean, look, they had the fourth pick in the draft, and it's a developmental quarterback. And I like know? Anthony Richardson. Like, see him in person. Talent he does wise, have a strong yeah. arm. He's big. Like, he's a huge guy. He moves, and he's fast he's, for how big he is. He is not good right now. Yeah. I mean, I I've covered a lot of training camp practice. I can't remember ever seeing a time where the offense didn't get in the end zone. I didn't see the Colts unless I missed it, and I don't think I did get in the end zone through a pass on seven on seven or 11 on 11, which is hard to do in a practice when you're taking a ton of reps. So it was a good example where like the Colts only way they were going to win that practice was like getting the Eagles frustrated and doing them on characteristic things. The good news is the Eagles are just way more talented than the Colts. And that showed like they weren't, it was not a super clean practice for the Eagles. Uh, Hertz missed a throw to Goddard. That should have been a touchdown. There was a, a fumbled snap. Like it just wasn't a great practice. But they just have so much more talent than the Colts. There was one play where the ball was fumbled at the snap. 
Jalen picks it up, sets his feet, calms down, looks down the field, throws it to Devontae Smith, and Devontae catches it for a touchdown. It was such a good example of ultimately in the NFL, so many things matter, but the Eagles are just going to have so much more talent than every team that it's not going to matter if they play a perfectly clean football game. And I, I thought that showed yesterday. Yeah, no, that's a great point. And again, we'll give this team time to to become the team that can play a perfect. Well, and that's the other point I wanted too. to make. So people have asked me like, well, why do you think they're sloppy? And I think part of it is, this is the danger of coming off of a Super Bowl season. People expect, like, let's look at the Phillies. The Phillies playoff run last year was one of the most exciting playoff runs of my lifetime. Like, I just super enjoyed it. Very like no the team out of nowhere. And so when the Phillies season's going to start, I was like, I cannot wait for this. Like, I, it's going to be like last year. It's going to be like picking up where we left off, dancing on my own, like all these things. It's a, it was a different team. Like, it was a different Phillies team. It took them time. And I think after last night with Trey Turner, it feels like we're, we're getting back to that. But the Eagles are a different Baseball team. Guy. I know, no big deal to me. The the Phillies are, I mean, the Eagles are a different team now. They have two different coordinators. They have a lot of different players. They still have Jalen and AJ and uh, Bradbury and, the, and, and the leadership and, the, and yes. Kelsey and Graham and but a lot, Cox but, and all those guys. But like, they're not the same well-oiled machine they were sure. at the end of the year. They have a lot of changes. On, like they, we talk about how excited we are about a lot of these guys. So it's, it's softened the the impact of it but they're gonna have what like five or six new starters on defense yes. I mean, that's two not, new like, coordinators that's plenty of new nothing, coaches you know? yeah. yeah so i in just terms, certainly in terms of cohesion yeah especially. and i'm not saying this to be like a buzz kill or anything I'm, but, but like i think fans should lower the bar a little bit to what to, it's not going to be like maybe it will be but picking up where they left off it's going to take time so I think about last year, uh, the Lions Here's the thing. I agree with you. And this is something I say every single year at this time. And I say it through the first four weeks of the season or so. And you know what I'm going to say. It's that, you know, the... In the NFL these days, the first month of the season is is preseason ish yeah. in yep. terms of getting teams where they need to be. Like, I, the, so the counter, and I agree with you. I'm sure you're there, but the teams Eagles are going to play, especially early in their schedule when they are significantly less talented for the most part than you know when you get to the Jets and the Dolphins, who are talented teams. Mm -hmm. Like all these teams are going to be coming in not as a well-oiled machine. You know, yeah, they're going to they're going to have their, the playing field, and it evens the playing field exactly. So, so just as a overall type of thing, I think it's important to know. All right, we're going to get to the the training camp wrap up. I'm very excited. I'm very excited for Jalen Hurts. It's great to be put out there. But first, and let's start this way because we got a chance to meet our buddy Bill from Window Nation. Yeah, he did. came in to hang out with us in our new studio. We shot a video. Check it out. It'll be on the Window Nation social. Um, like, we've been talking about Window Nation here for a while, and we didn't even grasp, like, all the 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 deals and why it is such a, uh, a great window company. It was so great to talk mm -hmm. to Bill. Um, well, let's talk about what we learned. Yeah. So here would be my biggest takeaway. Okay, it's like good, I'm breaking I, down I, the training. Yeah, this practice. is good, though. It's good. Here's, here's my biggest takeaway is you have to prepare for these things. Like I thought what was interesting, what he said was a lot of other window companies, if you go to buy windows, you're looking at like six, seven months, eight months until they get mm -hmm. here. They get them sooner. You're looking at, you know, I think he said what? 30 to 60 yeah, 30 days. 30 to 60 at least days. To, yeah. But the other problem with that is- like, after, after meeting and doing the thing, yep. The problem is like if certain things in your house break, you can be like, all right, we got some time here. Your windows are broken. Oh, it's exact. Well, especially uh, to, not to be too Game of Thronesy. Winter's coming. Yeah, winter's so, coming. Right? Yeah, and and when it <laughs> when it gets cold in your house, like yes. there is nothing worse. Especially if you have kids. That was something that I learned having Zoe is like your threshold for what's okay to deal with when your house has issues changes dramatically. Because it's like, all right, I can go through this. I'm not making my kid go through this. Right. You know what I mean? Well, and so, it was funny. I was like, when we were in the meeting, I was thinking of almost being like. 
all right, should you come check my windows? Yeah, like, just to be totally. sure. But and you're like, I have new construction. Like, But I would just say this to the GoBirds Real Ones auto downloaders. If you think you might need new windows, now is the time to do it. Because once the cold comes, like in your HVAC, the heat and all, it's leaking. Like That was my biggest takeaway. As someone that worries and someone that hates when things go wrong with their house, like I would be preemptive about this if you're someone that think you, thinks you need new windows. Yeah, and I, here's another thing that really stood out to me, and I think this applies to a lot of people, is because this is a big purchase. You know, you're, you're getting new windows. Yeah. And Elliot's point, like, don't wait on it. Like, it's not something you want to, like, get caught with your pants down, yes. so to speak, like we just talked about. It's not, they're not going to come out that day and be able to fix your window if you have an issue in the middle of winter. So here's another thing that, that I thought was really, really interesting, is that if you go to most other window companies, like, they offer you, like... They're like, hey, this is the window for you. Oh, yeah, it's this the was good. best yeah. window in the world, and that's when you have to get. You go to Window Nation, there's like, here's like nine different things. And this one is good for you if this, if you're looking at this price bracket, if you're looking in this spot, like they tailor the windows to you and what you're what you're trying to do with your house. Some people aren't gonna be in the same house for that long. Some people want something that's gonna last forever. Yeah. Like I you know, that was really eye-opening me and 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 especially if you're you know you are someone who is a shorter term thing like don't pay a bunch for something you don't need as there's so many different uh variables that go into buying windows that i wouldn't have considered which make window nation the like clear choice yeah i mean look we're never wrong about football we're never wrong about yep. windows so yeah no i agree it was fun to meet with them um and that was what i would say just if you think you might need windows if you're in an older home winter is coming like i would call now yeah and then by the way the the financing deals very that good. they offer yeah zero percent like, interest you were for very you were very blown away like we've I'm known, always but he blown was away by it yeah. i said it to bill i'm like how like this it just seems like such a great steal so you can always reach out to them 866 90 nation there it is com. uh and this is another important thing by the way We've already had GoBirds listeners buy them. Oh, yeah. We had a sale. Hell, yeah, we had, we had a sale. We had a sale. Whoever you are, like, love DM you. us. We love, love you. Yeah, yeah, love and send you. send us a picture of the window. Yeah, that's... But... Love you. Yeah. Like, that's my big... Tell statement. them GoBird sent you. Yes. Yeah, because they they track this stuff. Like, they were like, listen, we track. We know. Right. Like, if you give go, you, know, you do that, that'd be, like, really good for us. Yeah. Like, make us we'll feel really... real. Yeah. So, thank you to whoever did that. Uh, also... Speaking of other GoBirds yeah, things... You save some money with your windows. Right. You buy windows, you're like, oh, wow, what a deal. No, no interest for a year. Cool. I'm going to use that money and make some money with the Bet Park Sportsbook and yes. Casino app. I, as Elliot knows, like, I've... Like, this is the best little... And it's not like, you know, we're not... We're self-admitted. We're not, not sweating we're, the bets. We're not with, betting, yeah. you know, a hundred dollars a bet or right. anything like that. But I've been on a run, man. Like betting live baseball as it's happening. These lines are crazy. A team that's better than another team going on two nothing in the first, and you get like plus something yep. odds for them to win the game. It's like why? It was a second ago, and it's like early in a baseball game. So real opportunities there. But more importantly. Pro football future time, buddy. Pro football future time. Also, really quick, we're back to where me and my brother are sending nonstop screenshots to each other about soccer. Yes. Very fun. Like, you know, I'm going to bet anytime shots, like corners. So that, that stuff is very soccer fun. Soccer back. That's, exactly. that's thrilling. But here's, football and football both at the same time. We, we've right. always been a football podcast. Yes, we have. That's what, we, that's um, what they call it. The other exciting thing is, I'll say, this year, you'll be able to bet literally with us on the Go Bar on the Go Parks. Oh, app. buddy! Like there is going to be Go Parks. That's, that sounds good. It's not <laughs> too parks. bad. Yeah, there will be a tile on a little the self indulgent Go myself, but no big deal. Yeah, see what I did there. there see what I yeah, did. That was good. There <laughs> I winked at Elliot there. There will so be. Everyone knows. Yeah, well, if you're on YouTube, you saw that. <laughs> yeah, probably not. The camera angle probably didn't catch it, but I did wink at Elliot. I want to make if, sure everyone knows. If you open the app this year during football season, there will be a tile that says "Bet with Go Birds," and you'll be able to bet the parlay with us. What? Yes. So download the app, get ready. 
you know, play around now, get used to it. So during the season, we can all bet together. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And again, the pro football future stuff, in addition to, you know, weekly, we're going to talk about every game and make our parlay and all that. But there's so much action to bet on now in terms of the futures stuff. Like yep. you can bet on who's going to win it all. You can bet on conference winners, division winners, uh, pro football, uh, who's going to win the awards, like MVP, defensive player of the year, and, and over-unders for all kinds of players and stuff. Like if you're a football nut, if you want to win money, bang. Like there this you go. The time. And you know, here's a great deal for you. If you sign up now, new users, you bet $10 on your first bet, you get $125 in sportsbook bonus if your first bet's a winner. It's a great deal. As always, you must be 21 and president of Pennsylvania, New Jersey, or Ohio gambling problem. Call one oh, Andrew Gambler. Boom. There it is. We should have harmonized that. Like, call one That was pretty close, yeah. yeah. Not too bad. I can't sing like you. Yeah. <laughs> you can't sing not well. I, I believe you can sing poorly. Hey, everyone. This is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. All right, uh, let's get into it. Let's wrap up Elliot's Training favorite time of year, yes. buddy. All right, I, I, the only thing I know about your full observations where I saw your Hertz tweets, that's where I saw the graphics. Yeah. I didn't want to look at anymore, but I, I'm happy Spoiler. I saw the graphics and stuff. Right. But like, we could spoil this one because you're about to say, my man got an A, he baby. Got straight A's. So, the, the, yes, Jalen. I so love you, man. So here's a little like behind the scenes baseball yes. inside the dugout. Whatever. Inside baseball. Inside baseball. Inside the um, dugout with Elliot Jordan. Exactly. <laughs> so when you're like doing these grades, you want them like I, I am telling the truth. I do not lie with my grades. But obviously the idea of giving someone the same grade in every category, not super interesting, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so there were times where I was giving him a grade. I did passing, running, turnovers, and uh, overall, right? Where I was like, Look, it wouldn't be super exciting if we give him straight A's. But here's the thing. Jalen got straight A's. He earned them. It's what he deserved. Like, he straight up deserved it. I'll pull up his stats now. If you look at what he did, 393 reps, 180 completions, 241 attempts. So a completion percentage of around 74%. 74%! Highest of his career in training camp. a record if he did that. <laughs> Touchdown 17, interceptions 4. Lowest interceptions he's ever had in training camp. He's had mm -hmm. six each of the last two years. I mean, he was everything you wanted to see. And here's how you know he was everything you wanted to see. Last year, I wanted to see 30 touchdowns from him. And he didn't get it, and it impacted my decision going into the year. Because I didn't think he was as good in camp as he was this year. This year, he got ha roughly half of what I think mm -hmm. is a good training camp. And I think he was phenomenal. Yes. Like, I don't think yes. the touchdown number... I've won this argument Well, post-haste in, in <laughs> well, perpetuity. I think what it really shows is... I like you're this going, how, you're evolving. This is as how a everyone person. no no no. This is how everyone everyone to use the stats. It's just one data point. That's and, right. You know, like, that's good work by you. Right? Like, like it's just that, one data that's point. That's the way to go yeah. about it. That's the way to, to you right. know, yeah. So over around that. 17 touchdowns, not a lot of touchdowns. But I think that he was 
he was great. And like, there were not a ton of missed throws. Like you could argue maybe two or three touchdowns he should have had that were wide open that he missed. I really think the reason his touchdown number was low is because he ran it into the end zone a lot. Whole nother discussion on how you feel about that. But ever from a passer, don't care. Score touchdowns. I know. <laughs> yeah, like don't care. As a passer, I thought it was the best he's ever looked, including last year. Consistent accuracy, tough throws, timing he throws. He's getting outside. better. Yeah, like he's getting he, better. He 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 was phenomenal. Uh, as a runner, I mean, he's definitely lost weight. Like props to him. I think he said in some interview his body fat is at like seven percent. Wow. I don't even know what like the healthy limit on that is. Like he is he looks. That doesn't leaner. mean he's lost weight because it could be more muscle. Well, he's lost fat. Yeah, I lost, should say. Like, he looks. Yeah, he looks leaner. He looks leaner, and leaner. when he runs, he looks faster. Like which when, is the opposite of that. That was McNabb's issue as his career went on. Like he got he, bigger. He got bigger, and he couldn't have that maneuverability. And even if it wasn't run, like he wasn't as like deft in the pocket, deft right. at getting away things, and that really hurt. And obviously, way later than you know, they're both not yeah, this Jaylen's age. Jalen's super young, second full, but like you know, that's the type of stuff Jalen's already on top of. Like he's already yeah. he's so he, again, and we I guess we can mention it real quick. We talked about it on the radio together, but. The, the Sports Illustrated article. Yeah, I actually want to talk about that a little at length. If you just okay. want to get that. Yeah, let me, we'll do all you do, Jay, and then we'll yeah, get to yeah, yeah. training camp because, you know, I think like, you know, the whole point of the article was how intentional Jalen mm -hmm. is with everything that he does and, you know, how he worked this offseason. I thought to this conversation, talk with the that Dato, Adam Dato, the, the yeah. quarterback guru guy who's worked with a lot of big time people. Um, you know, his talking about, you know, how Jalen and, and Richie, John Richie made this point today too. Which the the thing about Jalen is like most people he's like a lot like a lot of athletes high level athletes will be like really good at a lot of things and be like all right I'm gonna work at the things I'm good at and just be better at what I'm good at because mm. I'm I'm good you know because yeah. and he's like no one likes to work on the things they're bad at you're bad at it it's no fun and he's like Jalen identifies the things that he's not as good at or the things he needs to work at and that's what he focuses yeah. on and how and Richie was like how how like rare that is to, to the level Jalen does. Well, and what I thought was really interesting is Greg Bishop, who's covered a lot of athletes, interviewed a lot of athletes. Fascinating what he said. said that the at, like whenever he interviews these people, and this is probably a and bit, he said a bit of lip He just mentioned a few, but he mentioned Mahomes, Brady, Rogers, like all right. the big quarterbacks you would think he, of like, this guy does a lot these of features them, on him. Right. A lot of them say football doesn't define me. Mm -hmm. And he thought it was interesting how the two people that have been very comfortable saying football defines them are Jalen and Tom Brady. Only two that of all the ones he talked to that have felt that comfortable said, saying that yeah. they were literally like no football does define me right and so i thought that was super interesting on a lot of levels and it jives it jives, it jives. Yeah. like i've always said this with the brady s thing where it's like you know he is like brady in that way where i truly believe that everything Jalen Hurts does is about being better at football and about being better as a as a human which makes him better at football well and this is why prior to the super bowl on radio row when I said if you could sculpt a quarterback out of clay, he would come out looking more like Jalen than Patrick Mahomes. Like part of it is because of this. Like I've how many times have I said on this pod and to you that Jalen is like a, a robotic franchise quarterback? Like he is like what you would build. Like well, which is the funny way he that represents it... himself at the podium, the, the way he answers questions, the way he never makes headlines, like how cool he is, like just he's everything you want personality-wise in a quarterback. So when he's compared to Tom Brady, and I know Tom Brady's not the biggest like, like Philly is not the biggest fan of Tom Brady. I get that. Well, no, I, mean, I think everybody I, can, can respect the yeah. fact that he is like, you know. You want your quarterback to be like Tom yeah, Brady. I don't no, think there's he any has that off the field. You know, he was accused of cheating. 
but yeah but again like yeah whatever you just want to win well i'm saying like jalen might be but better it is like jalen might be as a personality better than tom yeah Brady well if nothing else he, he i think i think overall i think he is like as an overall like the whole like the all the you know stuff about the master's degree right. and why he did that and to be a better leader and all yep. these things and and you know the way he's gone about his management team the story about how for his contract he asked for no updates he was like here you go he gave Which her Hertzian, Hertzian instructions yeah and then bowed out with how he wrote me he said your team you do this your right. sovereignty he called him like right. who uses the word sovereignty much less like i can't even you know, say inside baseball. yes exactly yeah. so uh you know like all this stuff it is just and then obviously the way he works on his his deficiencies and the way he gets better and better and the way he, everything is about this purpose like brady was like that for football like mm. and i think tb12 and all, i think you get brady is similar in that way where like like brady like everything that he had went into being, he's like, I'm going to be the greatest ever. And he did every, every yeah. decision, every, the way he ate, we joked about it and stuff, but like everything that guy put in his body, everything that guy, every like time he worked out, every time he cream. woke up, every yeah. his whole schedule with the whole purpose was how can I be the best ever? And how can I get better and better and better and stay great? Like, and, and Jalen is and since Brady, like in football, like Jordan, Kobe, like they get compared to that for this reason, because there are very few athletes I've seen in my life watching sports who are this intense about yeah. that thing. Well, and I think too, we've, we've said this, but like, it's the benefit of going to Alabama, Oklahoma and having a coach as your dad. Like this dude was Red well, I was going to say before, this. his brother calls his brother's nickname for him is the robot. Exactly, he said he's like yeah. a robot. Like it's like, he's just like, he's been like so focused well, on and this. what i thought was interesting too is we're in philly we'd see him all the time like this was an outsider saying this yeah. greg bishop someone that has no reason to say this about him could have interviewed him and really come across yeah. and been like who knows like this guy standoffish like who knows what his takeaway could have been his takeaway was this dude is the closest i've seen to tom brady and again this is someone who has done this feature spent a bunch of time yeah, with, like the, his with brady and rogers and mahomes and all these great quarterbacks manning i believe like all this stuff where it's like he knows how these people tick he knows what greatness looks like and all that and and it you could hear him on the air like he was he was super impressed yes. with jalen Hurts. he came away feeling like this is a a, a rare human and, yeah. that, and that's what i think that's what here. he is too yeah, i do I think totally he's agree. incredibly like in any job like people are qualified to an extent Jalen is ultra qualified to be a franchise yeah, quarterback. No, totally. Like, just like but I also think Jalen could be ultra qualified to be a CEO or for sure. a, I think it's, whatever yeah. he'd put his mind to like that. Like he is just he is an ultra rare human being. Period. Yes. You know? The other main two takeaways I had that were interesting. One, Jeffrey Lurie is saying they were obsessed with Jalen yeah. before the draft. Which I don't know if like, I could be definitely some Lurie revisionist history. They took him, they they took him, took him and they took him early. They took him in early. the second round. So like I believe they were into him. I don't know if it's embellished whatever if the whole like we knew he was going to be a star right. thing but i definitely think they met with him they saw him and they're like all right this kid is special because how could you not how could you not but i also think that while maybe they didn't draft him thinking he'd be this i think they drafted him thinking they could replace he oh could i replace do too carson. i i've because thought that carson for a long thing time was on the downside i've thought like, that it was for a very long much time. on the downside and they had carson in their building they knew what he was like exactly, they knew the yeah. person he was never took accountability they could tell what his teammates yeah. thought of him like all that stuff like you know the the other takeaway for me I mean, they're was, there in the building when people are building a shrine to Nick Foles when he comes back and Carson's exactly, right there yeah, you know like hundred percent like we made a joke about it at the time but like come on dude I, I you don't have to tell you me did. I agree you yeah. Did. <laughs> yeah. yeah but the other takeaway for me was man did the Eagles dodge a bullet with his arm 
Like he thought the collarbone was broken. He oh, thought it was crazy. his last game of the season. Yes. Like he went back in and played. But it also makes me realize like how little we know. Like I was at that game. I was at his post-game press conference. I had no idea this dude was hurt. He thought his collarbone was broken. Yeah. And he's up there at the podium talking about like Anita Baker and like all these things. Yeah. And meanwhile, we're like, oh, what a game. This was great. And Jalen was great. Jalen like thinks his season over with yeah. his collarbone. It's unbelievable. So talk about like an ability to like, like composure. Compose yourself, yeah. right? But it just, you know, to kind of bring it full circle to the top of like how close things are and it can be a penalty, it can be a flag. Like, man, they dodged a bullet yeah. last year. All right, so one more thing from it and then we'll move on. But, uh, and again, you can listen to the interview with Greg Bishop. There's a podcast for the morning we show. We should the feed. Yeah, we should. Yeah. And then also, um, you'll read the article. It's a really good article. Um, and it's like by far the most in-depth look into Jalen Hurts' life. Let me say this. I'm not a huge reader ever gotten. of articles. I read the full thing. Yeah, look at you. I'm proud Thank of you, buddy. It's no also big your, deal to me. It's your job. Yeah, uh, that's true. But uh, last thing was, you know, and it's not surprising, especially after the lock screen, all that, but the fact that Jalen actually stood up after after the Super Bowl yeah. in front of the team and said, this is my fault. I fumbled the ball. Like, like after I was in the back, like, 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 yeah, I know. Other than, <laughs> other than one play, you played one of the great Super yeah. Bowls we've seen a quarterback play. And, and to, again, it, it's in character with him. So it's not like shocking, but it's, it's pretty amazing. And yeah. the accountability on it. All right, let's get to the training camp wrap up. Cause we got to finish this and do another one before our buddy Tucker. Hey, Tucker. Uh, has to go uh, uh, produce the Phillies game. Phillies, no big deal to him. Okay, um, training camp wrap up. Let's get to the rest of the stuff, and we can yes. we can get to some more of the stuff as as it goes on. And so, all right, and we'll do like the deeper cuts coming up next because in the, uh, the we're gonna do roster spot, bot. We'll do roster stuff there. there too. Okay, so Marcus Mariota. We talked so much about hurt stats. Marcus Mariota, two hundred and eighty-two reps, one hundred and eleven out of one hundred and seventy-seven. I think it came out to like sixty-two percent off the top of my head from what I remember from the spreadsheet that did the math. 13 touchdowns, four interceptions. Not numbers that are, like, atrocious. Yeah, the 62% is tough when that you one consider is very tough that it's seven on seven, a lot and stuff like that. That one yeah. is, but the 13 touchdowns, four interceptions. I mean, if we're being honest, it's not that different than what Jalen had, but this is why the eye test matters. Um, I give Mariota a C-minus overall. Like, you could argue it's an F, just in terms of it couldn't have gone well, worse Well, certainly him. fan perception <laughs> exactly, is an yeah. F, yes. Uh, Tanner McKee, 40 of 59, only 82 reps. His reps, Andy and Book's reps, like really were cut in the final half of the uh, the training camp. Two touchdowns, one interception. But I give him a B. You could argue he gets an A. Well, if you throw in the preseason game performances, a, yeah. he probably gets an A, exactly. considering what you expect from him. So, I mean, people are saying he should be the backup quarterback over Mariota. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. So wide receiver stats. A.J. Brown. I think this is, I went back as far as I could on my spreadsheets. The first time I've had a wide receiver lead the team in targets in training camp. Wow. And I think the interesting part of that is the reason it's hard to do is because so many throws in training camps are dump offs. That's why your percentage should be really high. That's why Mariota 62% or whatever it comes out to is concerning. A lot of throws, especially for him, are, are checkoffs, you know, dump downs, whatever. For a receiver to do it, you have to like really be dominating. And AJ was dominant. He had 47 catches on 57 targets, five touchdowns, three drops. I don't really think that matters, but just throwing it in there. And I think this is going to kind of maybe be the story of Devontae's career to an extent. Devontae, if AJ didn't have the best camp I've ever seen, it could have been Devontae. Like 34 catches, 50 targets. So I think that's a, sl a smaller percentage. I'm not good at math, but I feel like it has to be. Um, seven touchdowns, so more than AJ, no drops. Had a ton of really impressive catches against the Colts. Like... Devontae's just awesome. Yeah. He's really, really well, you good. You know how I feel about him. I've, yeah. I've been, I've been, that's been one of my things this offseason is like, he's one of the best receivers in football. He might be as good as AJ. Like, he I, might I be. He yeah, might, he might be. be. Yeah. Um, I think also just a takeaway from that is like, 
like last year, like this team's going to throw the ball downfield. Yeah. Well, and they're going to throw the ball a ton to AJ and Devontae. Well, as, Obviously, as they should, the favorite, but, but like, you know, from a, from a offensive perspective, it's going to be a, a team that, that goes for those big plays again and moves the ball down the field. Well, so look at this, like 57 targets for AJ, 50 for Devontae, Quez Watkins. 17 targets. Wow. Alameda Zacchaeus, 21 targets. What a Goddard not have? even those are all with first. So Goddard had 55. Yeah, so, so it's second. like very clear it's like what very this clear where, And honestly, I kind of respect It's Jake. good. That's yeah, what it should like, be. He's right. to the guys that... You're going to throw it through in the game. <laughs> um, the one other wide... And for what it's worth, Quez missed time. So Quez missed time, which is part order. of it. Yep. But Alameda Zacchaeus... God, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um... Like into deep, he's really way, he's really come on the last week. Like, yeah, I think he's been that. better. He had a great catch on Sunday's practice, diving catch. Um, so yeah, I think uh, he's been really good. Um, from the tight ends again, it's really just Goddard. Fifty three catches, fifty five targets, six touchdowns. My boy Tyree Jackson didn't have the camp. Not I was great. Hoping for him, not great. Uh, running backs, final one, and then we'll we'll get. Yeah, to we've the, got like five minutes to yeah, wrap up this pod. Okay, <laughs> Kenny Gainwell. 40 total carries, 32 of which were with the first team. Rashad Penny, 38 total carries, 23 with the second team. So, like, a larger percentage with the, the backups. Uh, um, DeAndre Swift caught more passes. He caught 19 passes. He only had 11 carries with the first team offense. Like, I I just have no idea how to decide for the running back spot. I do think Trey Sermon probably lost his roster spot. I think Penny's going to get it. But, like, everyone asked me for a fantasy football perspective, who's going to be the top running back? Good luck, man. Like, maybe draft Kenny in, like, the fourth round if he's still there just to take a flyer. But I would not draft an Eagle as one of your top two running backs because I just think it's too risky. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to use him. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I think they might use him in, you know, like, it might be a committee. Like it yeah. might, you know. Yeah. They got different guys. And ultimately, Hurts is their lead back for important yardage stuff. So, um, all right. Uh, defense, any, like, general wrap? No, I don't care about defense. Right, that's such a great point. I love you know, that. Like, what are we doing? That's so good. Let's get some final thoughts on yeah. buddy. We'll I do defense it. on another part. Yeah, and look, we've talked. It is, like the, it's really the wrap-up of the stats that yeah, matter. Like, stats, we've literally yeah. been talking about training camp all the way. If you don't know how certain defense players are playing throughout, like, what I don't have you know been what, doing? I don't <laughs> yeah, you're you. not listening to the podcast. Yeah. Um, all right, final thoughts. Okay, so I have a short final one, but I wrote it down, and I feel pretty strongly about this. Like, Ed Sheeran is so overrated. Like, Ed, Ed Sheeran or whatever. Oh, I thought you said Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. I, I misspoke. Ed yeah. Sheeran. Ed Sheeran to me is so overrated. He's got like one hit. I don't get how this guy sells out stadiums. And his one hit was so long ago. Like, so I thought this when I was at the Sam Smith concert. Sam Smith has had way more hits, in my opinion, and is way more talented. I just. I don't get that. So Ed I'm going to, okay. So first and foremost, let me preface this by saying like, I'm sure I've heard an Ed Sheeran song. No idea if I ever haven't. Like I right. couldn't tell you an Ed Sheeran song. I'm going to guess by the selling out stadiums thing, he probably has more hits than Sam Smith, but yes, by, the, be, by but... the classic definition of hits. Yes. Um, I, look, I'm with you again. I just said I I can't name a single Ed Sheeran song. Yeah. So you're not, you're not get getting, like, any, you're not getting pushed back to me, but I'm also, I'm also, Admitting a, a, a fair degree of ignorance. I think to this, he. You know? I think like he is viewed higher than he should be, in my opinion. Okay, it's a good take. Thank I like you. that. I like that. Yeah, it's just a little music take for you. Yeah, uh, Zoe interaction that I had. Very quick one. We're both quick today. I was going to do my Kelsey headline, but I did it earlier, so right. I'll give you the Zoe one. Uh, uh, Zoe goes, "I've got a wedgie," and I go, "That happens." She goes, "It happens a lot." 
All right. <laughs> cool, man. Growing up's got to be wild. Dude, dude, kids are hilarious. Yeah. She says, I, I got another. Some say they say the darkest I'll throw thing. another funny thing in at the end. Yeah. I get that show now. Yeah. I will, uh, I'll throw another Joey thing at the end. I don't really have a good final thought because I was going to make a big apology about the Kelsey thing, but I already oh, did you it. You already did it. I already did it. Get your apology out of the way. Yeah. Uh, you're right. Get it done early. Yes. And then, you know, you can, you can have fun. You move on with your life. That's right. Because it guilt free. Weighing on me, man. I'm like, sure. I really haven't been able to think about it. It is else. wild you said that. Hilarious. Yeah. Like, and I, I have both pictures. Like, if I showed you the pictures, like, it's literally like basically the same. Yeah, well, they <laughs> probably just copy and paste it and remove Travis. With, great stuff. Yeah. Great stuff. All right. Um, if you're on the YouTube, stay here. Yeah. We're going to do another pod right now. If you're listening to this, more training if you're listening to this the day it comes out, that pod will be out tomorrow. So listen to it then. Also, 6 to 10 a.m. the next two yes. days, Elliot Shore Parks and I on the WIP morning show. Hanging out, obviously talking birds. So check us out. Real ones call us. We need to hear from you. Yeah, like for we all those it. Go Birds radios we missed, you're getting us Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, you're getting like, a, a and both times, at least Friday and Saturday, are double the amount of time that Go Birds radio normally yes. is. So, so a little earlier in, like early in the morning. Oh, just wake up. That's right. Just wake up. James wakes up. I do. Every I'll day. be waking up. Don't need to remind me. Yes. All right. Uh, so check that out. Call him. We, we would love to talk to all our Go Birds regulars. Uh, until next time. He's William James.